Casey's confidential. Hey. Oh. Kansas City's best. Welcome to Kansas City Confidential, a podcast where we hear from the people behind Kansas City's local restaurants, businesses, and personalities. Each guest shares their personal stories of life in Kansas City and discuss the brands they have built. I'm your host, Sari, and today's guest is Jen Nesbeck, president of Lee's Lux, a philanthropy and event management agency. Having served on numerous public charity boards, as well as dedicating the last 15 years to support organizations throughout Kansas City communities to assist those navigating the philanthropy and civic channels is not only her work, but her passion. Currently, Jen serves as Parade of Hearts co-chair, as well as serving on the Lee Summit's Public Safety Board. The Parade of Hearts is a public arts experience located in the heartland of the United States. From March until the end of May, original artwork based on the KC Heart was placed all around the city as an example of unification and to make our community stronger. Race funds will go towards those most affected by the events of 2020 and 2021. There are over 150 hearts in this exhibit. So here to tell us all about the hearts you're seeing all over the city and Parade of Hearts is Jen. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. So I'm sure a lot of people have been seeing these hearts all around the city. They're sporadically located and every heart is different and they were all designed by different artists. So I'd love to hear just from you sort of the general, what is the initiative behind Parade of Hearts and what do those hearts stand for? So the initiative for Parade of Hearts was to one, unify after the last couple of years. I think that um, art does something magical for people. It brings us together. Um, it's inspiring and it is a, um, it, it brings out emotions in us. And I think that that's, you know, one part of our mission. The other was also, um, as you mentioned, to support financially, as well as way, uh, raise awareness for those that have been really impacted the last couple of years by the pandemic and other events that we experienced. And for us, the hearts mean everything. We are the heartland, as you said. I know many throughout the, the region, kind of the seven or eight state region will lay claim to being the heartland. And that's awesome. But being just right in the center of the country, I think we put our best hearts forward and now have them out on display. That's awesome. So when this idea was coming together, kind of take me to the step-by-step process of deciding who would be involved, you know, which artists, and uh, I imagine there were sponsors involved as well, and obviously, you know, the locations of each of the hearts. So how was all of that designed and put together? I guess this is such a great example of who Kansas Cityans are. It was a couple of Kansas City leaders that were having breakfast and they were kind of sketching out hearts and talking about how cool would it be to have these hearts outdoors like we did the cows over 20 years ago. And that thought evolved into what we now know as Parade of Hearts, but that was nearly two years ago. 
So <clears throat> it took a year of planning. And then in June of 2021, we did a public announcement press conference and a call for art. And we said, submit your design ideas. And one very specific requirement was that artists had to be deeply rooted to Kansas City. They either had to be from here, went to school here, or currently living here. And there were a number of people and art organizations, you know, that said, you know, artists are just hurting. It's been tough this last year and a half. You guys be prepared that you may not get enough design submitted. And so we planned for that. What we did not plan for is that after the call for artists concluded, we had 700 design submissions. We had not planned for that many. And so it was inspiring. It was a plan in place that an independent selection panel would be choosing this design, uh, these designs. They had a tough job. And I've said this over and over is kind of pun intended, they had to break some hearts because there were so many great designs um, and they had to take that 700 number down to 154. And people have asked why such a specific number and that is how many hearts we had sponsored. That's how much we had committed in sponsor dollars to get that number of hearts out, which is overwhelming in and of itself. We thought we might have 60 or 70 hearts out on display. Never imagined that it'd be over 150 hearts. So yes, it was a very exciting time. And it also reminded us that people were starving for something to do together um, and to be inspired and feeling more hopeful about our future as we were in the middle of the pandemic at that time. And I'm so happy you mentioned the cows, because I'm from Kansas City and I have really, really vivid memories, especially the cows on the plaza going down, taking pictures with them, getting so excited. And my boyfriend, who's not from here, I was trying to explain to him about these cows. And we actually have a neighbor who has one of the cows in their backyard. And I get so excited every time I see it. And when I saw these hearts for the first time, it just felt so nostalgic. And I think anyone who grew up here and has that experience. It just, it was so exciting to see something similar with a new spin on it. And Kansas City has so many amazing artists and so many amazing artists here. And it's so fun to see all the different designs that, that everyone came up with. The designs were really the artist inspiration. It was some of them paid um, homage to their heritage or history of Kansas City. They might have done at that time, present day COVID challenges. Um, we have one heart that is covered in respirator masks. There are several hearts that depict history and also some future visionary inspiration. They are so uniquely diverse, culturally different. And I think it is a perfect representation of what the Kansas City region is. It very much represents how vastly different, but how close we really are. And quite frankly, how proud we are um, of our community. So I'm just, it's overwhelming and exciting to go to each heart and have learned about the artist and their inspiration um, behind each and every design. 
How are the locations for the hearts chosen? Obviously, I'm sure there was strategy behind that as well. But some of the placements, I think, were not necessarily, you know, of course, there's Kaufman and then, you know, some of the really big landmarks in Kansas City, but there are others that are in more discrete areas. So how were the locations chosen? I first would like to mention, um, as I did at the top of the podcast was, you know, our three-part mission is unifying and strengthening our communities. Second was raising funds for those that really needed funding. And then the third part is the mission of supporting our communities and having an economic impact. And so, yes, there are the usual suspects, as we call them, um, the plaza and power and light and crown center. But we also wanted to make sure that we were getting into undermarketed areas and also areas that are not on um, a high radar for everyone. And um, so that people could, whether they were from Kansas City um, or not, they would go into some of these areas and learn about that community. And then while they're there, maybe patron, visit a restaurant or learn about a new museum or theater there. And so how that came to be was with that mission in mind, we made up a committee and that committee was representative for the most part of many counties and cities, mayors, art council leadership, former committee members that we said, Of course, we know you want to say, hey, we want to have a heart in our city, but also kind of come in with it um, and help us identify other areas, under-marketed, underserved areas. And with that, we also had people from the public submit suggestions, and then that committee helped identify those locations. So it was not an easy task. Um, We spent several months identifying those locations. And then with any public art experience, you then go through the process of getting, whether it's public or private approval and making sure that, you know, these hearts out on display met all the requirements such as ADA compliance, um, all of those things. So, and I'll leave this other part is that some hearts are in an area that you would expect that represent that area. And some of them are perfectly imperfect. So one example is the heart that is in Lee Summit. Psych Style designed this heart. It is paying tribute to a jazz singer from Kansas City, Kansas. And as Syke and I talked about this, a lot of people in Kansas City, Kansas are aware of who she was and what she did and how amazingly talented she was. But I guarantee you people in Lee Summit didn't. So we wanted to teach one another about um, one another's community through these art pieces. And um, we're really proud of being perfectly imperfect in most of those placements. That's so awesome. I just, I just love that. I being someone who like I said, I'm from here and I'm constantly trying to even educate myself about the history of Kansas city. And just, there's so much rich history here. I it, honestly, it's mentioned so much, especially in episodes, no matter what the business is or, you know, philanthropy that I'm talking to, it just always comes up. And I think the parade of hearts is such a great way for people to, as you said, you're, you know, part of the mission is unity and coming together. And when I've run into the hearts or when I've, you know, seen the hearts and I go up to them and see what what's on there and seeing who the artist is. And uh, one thing I want to mention is there is the hashtag on Instagram parade of hearts, which is actually how 
I found out about Parade of Hearts. It was on my For You page on Instagram. And anytime I see something Kansas City, I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this? I, I need to know what it is. And I clicked on some random person's picture and they had taken a picture with one of the hearts. Actually, it was the one right by me in Waldo. And they said, you know, what, what are these? I saw this heart. How cool is this? And, and gave the hashtag. So has it been surprising the amount of success that this has had? It's overwhelming. I think many, um, including ourselves, um, us being the board for creative hearts underestimated this. And we thought it would be big. Um, you put 154 unique hearts throughout the Kansas City region, but never imagined the tens of thousands of mobile app downloads. Our video um, that we use to kick off the Parade of Hearts March 4th, just two weeks later, had been viewed, I think, over 50, 58,000 times. I just, it, it started feeling really real. And then over, you know, the, the period of the couple of months with the hearts being out and you're reading stories about kids taking field trip or seeing the kids on the streetcar and they're meeting the teacher at the next heart. Um, families. I love hearing and reading on social media when people say, gosh, I got to the Northland, an area I'd never been to, and I've lived here all my life. I think that that, it gives me goosebumps. It makes us so proud. I think we are such a philanthropic city and Creative Hearts just was perfect timing for everyone needing something of excitement and inspiration I'm so proud of it. It took um, a lot of amazing, incredible people that dedicated their time and talents to make this all happen. And I'm not surprised, but I am definitely in awe of how this has all come to be. And you mentioned time. How long did it take for the artists to put together their heart to be put on display? So the hearts are five feet tall and five feet wide and made of fiberglass. So they actually were fabricated and then brought to Dimensional Innovations, who's one of our partners and their CEO is on our Parade of Hearts board. And so all of the hearts were delivered to Dimensional Innovations and the artists started picking them up, taking them back to their garages, their studios, wherever they were going to be working on them. And they spent the better part of three months working on their designs. And then they were delivered back and we got them clear coated and to the best of our ability, getting them weather ready for Kansas City spring weather. And so, um, you know, we have great partners in CarStar and BASF. They clear coat cars all the time. And so they used a lot of the same material that they use on cars on the hearts to get them um, out for public display. And so, yeah, the artists, um, I mean, there are some of them that had hundreds of hours into these hearts and they're one of a kind pieces. Yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite heart that you have seen? Well, Siri, I will tell you, it's like saying you have a favorite child. So no, I can't say, but I will tell you one that is incredibly special. And that heart was unveiled in the middle of Parade of Hearts. It was unexpected and not planned. This is heart number 155. 
and it is called We Are With You, and it is in support of those um, going through crisis in the war in Ukraine. And what makes it so special is displaced children from Ukraine in Romania um, actually designed components to the heart, and those were brought back to Kansas City and put on the heart. That one is extra special, um, and I hope that they feel the love and support from us here in the Heartland. That's amazing that, yeah, with everything going on over there and how devastating it is. I mean, I, I just can't imagine. So that's that's so wonderful that there's a heart dedicated towards that. How quickly did you act upon that to, you know, this crisis is going on? And so how quick was this decision to say, you know, we need something here to support that? It's such a great question because between the fabricator dimensional innovations, the artist Jeremy Collins, the group that was over in Romania doing the refugee work, everybody worked together so quickly from start to finish and deliver it to the National World War I Museum and Memorial was all inside of two weeks. It's incredible, but that speaks to people really just saying, what can we do to help? And they were all in. And I think that is a perfect example of the unity that been mentioned continuously that people came together so quickly to, to put something up to really show the love and support towards those who are most affected during this awful time. So yeah, that's so wonderful. So the hearts are being taken away um, now that it's now that it's June. What is sort of the the plan? What's the next step? Where are the hearts going? Or so most of the hearts will go up for auction, and the vast majority will be online. So anyone can go online and bid on their favorite heart, and that online auction will be up for about two weeks, and they can find it um, the link on our website, theparadeofhearts.com. Of course, they can find it on our social channels as well, Facebook and in our bio on Instagram. Um, and then we will also have a live auction for about a dozen hearts. And um, people will be bidding on, you know, hearts um, that evening. But if someone has the thought that they want to bid on a heart that night of the auction, they don't have to be in the room. We can set up and do a phone call and they can live bid with us that night. But again, the vast majority, over 100, will be online. So if there is, you know, someone in, um, you know, Southern Missouri that wants to bid on a heart, they are more than welcome to. We have a former Kansas Cityan retired in Scottsdale. He has high interest in bidding on a heart. So um, we are very excited um, to auction those off and proceeds going to the beneficiaries of the Creative Hearts. And how are you deciding which of the 12 are being placed on the live auction and which ones are going to be put on the website? Such a great question. And it goes back to that original um, independent selection panel. Um, We are bringing them back together to help us determine what 12 go live and which ones will go online. Do you have any idea if you had to guess how much you think these hearts are going to go for? Would could you put a number on it? Because there's, you know, over a hundred going up for auction, they will all vary. I think some hearts will be affordable for those that may not be able to pay the tens of thousands um, that we anticipate a few of them going for. 
So yes, I think that we'll see a few parts that could be as great as 20 and 30,000. And then we will have parts that would be in the more, I would say far less than 20,000 and more affordable. Okay, great. Well, for anyone who wants to get their hands on one of these hearts, when did you say the uh, live auction is, is taking place? It is Friday, June 17th. It will be at the Midland Theater and the um, online auction will be made available on our website, thecreativehearts.com. Perfect. And as for the future of Parade of Hearts, is this something that's going to be an annual tradition? Was this sort of a one-time sweet deal? So remember back to that breakfast meeting, um, you know, this was originally going to be a fundraiser effort for the University of Kansas Health System cardiac program. Then the pandemic showed up and then they said, this is much bigger than us. Um, And we're so grateful for that. This project will go back to the health system, but I venture to say that there might be some exciting news shortly down the road um, about what Parade of Hearts 2.0 might look like. That would be very exciting. Like I said, I truly just the nostalgia that they reminded me of, of the cows and, and everything like that. So it'd be so fun. And like, I just think it's, it's been such a fun thing in Kansas city to see where they are. And, you know, as we've mentioned, there are some areas that are a little surprising that there are hearts there, but I think that that's so great. Cause of course we have the, you know, the monuments and the areas in Kansas city that everyone knows, but driving around or I don't remember exactly where I was. I was driving, I think, to an errand or I took an obscure way home from work to avoid the highway. And I got so excited to see see a heart wherever it was because I was like, oh my gosh, I would never think of that being there. But in the sense of awareness and unity and just showing how many great aspects the city has, it, it's just so fun to see to see where they are. It's been very exciting to read the stories as people visit um, you know, as far west into Wyandotte County, as to far east into Jackson County, Missouri, as north as Weston, and then all the way south Overland Park. Um, and they're just, you know, sprinkled all in between. And, you know, such as you go into the Swope area. Okay, we do have a heart at the zoo, but there's also one at Swope Health. Um, There is one at the Swope Youth Park um, that is supported by Sporting KC. So there's three parks right there in the Swope Park area. I just, I think that there are pockets like that, um, Strawberry Hill and KCK, just so many incredible and amazing areas that I hope people not only visited, but will continue to go back and visit those even after the hearts um, are no longer there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one thing that I'm always talking about is just in general that there's so many places to explore within Kansas City. And obviously these hearts gave people an excuse to go see them. And I also want to mention that the website did a really great job of the locator of where the hearts were, you know, information on the artists, the artists who designed them. So I thought the website was a really, really great tool to learn more about the hearts and just specifically where they were, pictures of them. If there was a specific heart you wanted to see, I, I will say there 
I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but there was a heart I saw on social media and I went to the website because I wanted to know where it was. And it's the Sunday, the like ice cream Sunday yeah. uh, heart on the plaza. And I just think that one is so fun. I don't know. Something about that heart really spoke to me. Maybe it's because it's because I love ice cream, obviously, but um, the website was a, really a great tool for finding where exactly the hearts are and as well learning more information about the artist. Well, thank you for sharing that. We had a great partner in Whiskey Design for the website and just keeping up the information. And it's also an opportunity to learn about the artists. And, you know, the other part, I think it is worthy of mentioning the heart in various forms has been used for over a hundred years, starting back to railroad workers in the early 1900s. Um, the heart that we're seeing on the hearts today um, out on public display um, is we today know it on the Charlie Hustle t-shirts, but it also is an inspiration from the 1942 Monarchs jersey. And the hearts, again, have been used in various forms, you know, in promotional items and postcards and civic events, um, mayoral campaigns. There's something that truly speaks to us as Kansas City and the region and the heartland. And I think we're pretty darn proud of this heart. And we're glad we were able to showcase it. Absolutely. I was going to say, are you behind? I don't know if you've heard that there are people who are wanting Kansas City to officially change the flag of Kansas City to be the heart. And I did hear that with, as you mentioned, um, obviously Charlie Hustle and the heart on all of their apparel is, is widely known, but also the heart from the Monarchs jersey and really what what it symbolizes. So I imagine with the Parade of Hearts, the heart was an absolute no-brainer in terms of the symbolism that it has with the city. It does. And thank you for mentioning um, it is almost iconic in the sense of Kansas City Area Development Council adopted this logo um, in 2018. And they said, this is the region's logo. And so as they would visit other cities, they would give them the KC Heart flag or a Casey Hart t-shirt. And I loved that. We're the center of the country. And, um, you know, quite frankly, I think we are the most philanthropic in the country. I do hope that we did set a great example of unifying and strengthening our communities for the rest of the country on how we came together after a really tough couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. And like with everything that's happened and you know, between COVID and even obviously with the crisis in Ukraine, I, again, I really, I, we keep mentioning it, but really, I think these hearts have been such a great way for people to come together. And even just the conversation, I mean, people in my office are always talking about, you know, have been talking about them and even just hearing in passing the conversations people were having about the hearts, I think just shows how impactful they were. And it just really, I think, speaks volumes to our city and and how much this really was needed. Agreed. And I think that it's when you talk about people visiting the hearts, when people come to visit Kansas City and they saw a heart and they were like, oh, this is awesome. And then they get up to the heart and they see they could download the mobile app or they probably could ask anyone on the street what does this heart mean? Or what is this for? 
oh, it's the parade of heart. I hope people visiting also got the opportunity to maybe find a couple of more hearts and stumble into neighborhoods they wouldn't have otherwise known to visit. Um, and I hope that that draws them back for, you know, again, pun intended, putting our best heart forward. And I think it's really just so inspiring to know there were over 70 sponsors that helped raise a tremendous amount of money to get this project off the ground. Many people that supported the hearts as they were out and as they get ready for um, auction, knowing that every dollar raised is going to organizations that have been hanging on by a thread by all of the events of the last couple of years. And, and quite frankly, things that have been going on, but they got highlighted um, because of the pandemic. And I hope that we were able to have a big impact on not only those organizations, but people individually as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, that's so great. And as you've mentioned, for anyone who is interested in one of the hearts, there is the live auction coming up June 17th, as well as the hearts going up online. Jen, are there any other you know, philanthropy initiatives that you want to mention that you're, that you're a part of? Well, actually, we've got one right around the corner. There is an event called Volley Llama. It is a celebrity pickleball tournament that is supporting Noah's Bandage Project. Noah um, was a huge inspiration to so many, but unfortunately was overcome by pediatric cancer. And while he was spending much of his time in the hospital, he actually was handing out band-aids to his fellow cancer warriors and his parents after his passing really continued to support Noah's bandages that he would share and also began raising awareness and funds to support pediatric cancer research um, as well as supporting families who have children that are going through treatments and so forth. So we're really excited that that'll happen at Chicken and Pickle in Overland Park on Thursday, July 21st. 36 celebrities and some big names most people will know. Those names will come out in a couple of weeks and they will be paired up with one of them um, or each one of them will be paired up with a pediatric um, cancer warrior. And then all of our sponsor teams will have a pickleball tournament for the championship trophy. So we're really excited about that coming right around the corner. Yeah. And where can people get tickets if they want to attend that? All they have to do is go to Bali Lama, Kansas City, um, and it'll either pick up the website or our social media channels. There is very limited tickets available. So if you are listening, Bali Lama, Kansas City, and we will um, hopefully you'll be able to get a secure a ticket to come and enjoy the evening. That's awesome. Well, I am sure listeners are going to be interested. So hopefully they will get on and, and get their tickets. And as you alluded, maybe there will be um, another parade of hearts next year. And yeah, as, as we said, obviously the the auction and for anyone who is interested in the hearts. And well, Jen, I just, I just want to thank you so much for being, being here. It's so great to hear the impact these hearts had on the city and just 
how they came together, the love and hard work that were put into each one of them for anyone who did not get a chance to really explore. You can still, I'm sure, go on Instagram or even look at the hashtag to uh, see people's p- photos that they that they tagged and, and just see how incredible and how different all the hearts are. I think that's one of the things that's so fun with art is everyone is different and every there's no one the same even with, as it might be cheesy, but even with someone's heart, I mean, everyone's is different and unique. And I think this display really, really captured that. Oh, that's so perfectly said. It's our hearts, um, you know, makeup is very different, very much like the artist did for the hearts. Gosh, what a great analogy. And I'll just leave you and your listeners with this. Kansas City should be so proud to have come together, um, whether working on this project, visiting the hearts, supporting businesses um, in one another's communities. We did such a great job of setting a national example of how we came together. And we all should be so proud of one another. And I hope whether it's next year or the year after, in the near future, um, that some form of parade of heart will bring us all back together again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again so much for being here and everyone go check out the website and make sure to stay posted and with all the events coming up. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram at Casey by Sari, and we will see you next week. Ooh, hey, hey, Casey Confidential. Casey's Confidential, yay, ooh, Kansas City's best, ooh, Casey Confidential, ooh, Casey's Confidential.